Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Hey, everyone, Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast, episode number 172, headed your way, baby, yeah, unbelievable, 172, yeah, yeah, well, as always, folks, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with me today, I promise, I'm going to give you absolutely everything I've got, everything I've got to empower, to inspire, to motivate, to kind of kick your life back up, because, man, life's tough, there's no two ways about it, it kicks our butts. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, because not if, but when life kicks our butt, we need somebody here to help us, to empower us, to motivate us, to kick our butt back up, fight one more round. Yeah, 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 get back up from that deck one more time in order to live our, you know, our God-given purpose. And what is that? I don't know. It's different for everybody. You know, I, I found mine. I'm very grateful and very thankful, and that is what I'm doing here right now, empowering others to believe in themselves. Now, does that mean I don't have any bad days? <laughs> Heck no. I, I fight my battles just like everybody else. But I tell you what, there's something about it. When I put these headphones on, when I get behind this microphone, and I know that millions of people are listening, that's it. I feel God running through me saying, hey, give it what you got here. People are taking time out of their busy day. They're sacrificing a piece of themselves. They're giving you a piece of their life. And what I mean by that is they're giving you a piece of their time. You know, time, that's life. You never get it back. So the fact that I've got that, uh, oh, I don't say responsibility, I guess it is a responsibility. I'm, I promise I'm going to do as much research as I can, read as much as I can, put together the best notes I can to deliver the best show that I can to help empower you to live your best kick in life. So here we go. So kind of feeding off last week, and we're writing uh, the second part of a four-part series, kind of what we're doing at the Martial Arts Academy and our new listeners there. If you're in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon area or the surrounding area, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts, that's our Martial Arts Academy. It's kind of our local level, and this podcast is kind of a national, global level, if you will. Pretty much the same messages. We're trying to empower kids and adults to believe in themselves, to stand up to bullying, to stand up for what is right. Yeah. And show respect for themselves and others with exceptional manners, discipline, and respect to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Wow. Think about that for a second. No. Oh. And basically what that means is, look, we're all different in our own ways. There's no two human beings that are created alike. Even identical twins are not alike, right? Yeah. So we're not always going to agree on things. But that doesn't mean just because your, your, your friend or your neighbor or maybe an acquaintance doesn't have the same political views as you, the same religious views as you, or even the same sports teams as you. Doesn't mean we should hate them. No. Love them for who they are. Now, we don't always have to agree with them. But that doesn't mean we should hate them. And I think that message is more powerful today than ever. Yeah, we just need to get along. A little kindness, a little compassion, a little love, and accept one another's differences. We're all, we're all human beings here, right? Yeah. So, in a sense, bang, that is what's making, or, or kind of our mission, making society, not trying, not helping, but actually making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. So, this week... 
as I mentioned, it's kind of this, the second part of a four-part series on healthfulness and self-respect. And the reason that's so important, if we don't take care of our health, if we're not healthy in what I call all four, the four pillars of life, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical, we're not at our best. We can't serve at our best. If we're not at 100%, we can't give 100%. We can't utilize our God-given talent or at least even try and find what that purpose is. And I say that because I didn't always know. I mean, I'm always constantly searching and praying and asking, you know, what is it? What is it? What is it? And, and I, I bet your purpose is probably something that's been right in front of your face your whole life, just like mine has been. I mean, way back in second grade, <laughs> Mrs. Dittman used to say on my report cards, Richie talks too much. <laughs> Pretty much every one of my teachers put that on a report card. Richie talks too much. And they're right. Richie does talk too much. But by Richie talking too much and not being afraid to talk now, I mean, for a while there, I started like, oh, maybe I do talk too much. Now, there's a difference between talking and being rude and disrespectful. But there's also, I mean, but there's others, you know, if you've got a gift, you got to utilize that gift. And too many times, and this is kind of a little different subject here, but I always like to touch on this. Too many times, adults squash kids' dreams. We do. We don't do it uh, intentionally to be rude or mean or disrespectful. We do it because we think we're trying to help them. We're like, hey, man, why can't you be more like your brother? Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you be more like this? Well, they can't be because they aren't. I know. It's crazy. So if, if you're a parent, and I, I know I'm sure I'm guilty of having said that before. I know I've, had, I've heard that many, many times before. But if you're listening to this show, I want to plant that seed. So the next time those words start to come out of your mouth, grab those things. Catch them. Don't say it. Because all you're doing is you're putting a kid down. They can't be like somebody else. It'd be like me telling you to be like someone else. It can't be done. Why? Because you're not. And that's something I just uh, gave a speech to a middle school, I think it was last week, 900 and something kids and staff. Ugh, I love that, being in front of all those kids and empowering them with uh, the tools to be, uh, well, the tools to live your best kick in life, but also the tools to have the qualities of a champion. And it's all basic stuff, manners, discipline, respect, believing in yourself, overcoming adversity, getting back up one more time, planting the right seeds. You know, what you put in is what you get out. Those are the tools. But why we started the speech off like this, I'll tell the kids, I say, you know what? I'm going to tell you a sad reality. The sad reality is I, you, or anyone in this room is never going to be as cool as this kid right here. Now the kid goes, me? I say, heck yeah. And I go, oh, what? I said, oh, you know what? Or this kid over here. Or this kid over here. None of us are ever going to be as cool as that kid. But guess what? And here's the right hook reality, baby. They're never going to be as cool as you. So why in the world would you want to be as cool as them? And of course, that guy's kind of an icebreaker. It gets the kid's attention. And I said, and what I'm getting at here is, look, you'll never be as cool as them because you are not them. They will never be as cool as you because you are not, or they are not you. <laughs> I got twisted there. But that's the reality of things. Too often we try and cram ourselves in to that proverbial round hole to be like everybody else. We oftentimes uh, give up our greatness to try and be a cheap replica of somebody else. No, you were born you, baby. One and only. One in 7.7 billion people on this planet. But oftentimes we don't want to be that original. We want to be a cheap replica. Have I wanted to be a cheap replica before? Absolutely. It's embarrassing to say, but it's the honest goodness truth. It is. Because we all think, well, those kids are cooler, or those guys are cooler, or those girls are cooler. I should be like them. 
And then, of course, we get in that comparison on social media. This person's got more friends, more likes, more followers, so I need to be like them. No, be you. Be the one and only you. Be you and be the best you you can be. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? But you know how I am, folks that listen to the show all the time, you hear me say it because this is the reality. What's simple to do, what's simple to think, what should be simple to, to, to really absorb is also simple not to do, simple to neglect, simple to not take in. Simple, I guess, I don't know if not absorb is the right way to put that, but what's simple to do is also simple not to do. Sure, it is. And that kind of dives right in to what we're talking about here. Part two of the healthfulness and self-respect is all about the spiritual healthfulness. Now, last week we talked about, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll give you a quick synopsis, but I want you to go back and listen to it. It was all about the mental healthfulness. And the mental side is pretty much making a commitment to yourself to plant the right seeds and always do your best. And what I mean by plant the right seeds, you've got to be mentally open enough. Your mind's got to be open enough to realize all you know is you know nothing. And that ties directly into the spiritual, which we're going to talk about in just a minute here. But also know what seeds you put in your garden, that's what's going to grow. If you put onion seeds in, what are you going to get? Onions. I mean, that's pretty doggone simple, right? You put strawberry seeds in the ground, what are you going to get? Strawberries. I mean, it's the most basic common law, the law of, of, of uh, what is that law? <laughs> Sowing and reaping. What you put in is what you get out. Get so uh, fired up here. Sometimes my brain's pew, 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 shooting all these, shooting all these uh, signals off all over the place here. But uh, yeah, the law of sowing and reaping. What you put in is what you get out. Well, same thing with the most fertile garden on the planet. What garden is that? That's your mental garden. What you put in there is what you're going to get out. If you plant negativity by constantly listening to negativity, listening to all the garbage and rhetoric on social media, ugh, all the... the and, and here, here's my thing on the media, folks. And those that listen a lot, you know this. Listen up. I'm going to say it loud and proud. And this is going to be a right hook of reality to some folks. It's going to pop you right in the chops. But that's what the right hook of reality is all about, right? Here it is. The media does not care about you. Whoa. Am I saying the media lies? <laughs> Lying's a tough word. I mean, I would have to say that they... If they don't flat out lie, they twist the truth so much that there's really no truth left to it. And why do they do that? Some of you might be saying, wait, wait a minute, dude. No, but this is true. That's how I get my information. Here's the point. Fear sells. That's all there is to it. The more scared you are, the more fearful you are, the more you're going to pay attention. And what does the media do? Where do they get their advertising dollars, their sponsorship dollars? On ratings. How do they get ratings? They scare the heck out of you. Yeah. And nothing, nothing, nothing scares more than that, uh, that, that the fear that, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket or, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Or, not. you know, they look at the headlines, breaking news, worst thing ever. Boom. What does that do? That triggers a part of our brain that says, holy cow, I better pay attention to this. It releases that cortisol and cortisol is your stress chemical, that fight or flight. And when that stuff's running through your veins, man, you're on hypersensitive alert. They know that. They prey on that. Does that mean they're evil people? I don't know if they're evil people or not, but I don't think they're the most holy people on the planet. I'll tell you that. No. Zig Ziglar always used to say, 
And this was back before, and unfortunately, he passed away before social media really got going and uh, before all the news networks and everything else. But he used to say he would read the newspaper and the Bible every single day. And the reason he would do that, he wanted to see what both sides were up to. (laughs) Kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So he's probably saying the newspaper were written by maybe not the most holy people. And of course, we know the Bible. Yeah, it's written by the holiest, right? Yeah. So anyway. That kind of ties in that like last week we talked a little bit about, like I kind of added a few more things in because uh, of the more throughout the week I think about it. I could have should have, should have, could have, should have, could have, should have said this and this. So now I'm adding it in. But last week, the mental side, yes, your garden, what you're planting in your garden is so important, so important. But then also that attitude of excellence, that attitude of gratitude, that attitude of, look, man, I'm going to do my very, very best. I'm going to believe in me. I'm going to realize that when I do my best, I'm going to become my best. When I don't, I won't. And it's as simple as that. I tell kids at the academy all the time, you put in your very, very best with your attitude and effort. And essentially, that's the only two things we grade on at the academy. The attitude to do your best and the effort to actually apply it and do it. And then skill takes care of itself. And that's true for anything. No matter if it's kids studying for a test at school, they have the right attitude that they're going to commit to doing their best and then the right effort to actually doing it. Probably going to do better on their tests, right? Yeah. Same thing with you at work, folks. You have the attitude of excellence, that attitude that I'm going to believe in myself. Even though I may not like this job, I know that I'm working for me because the better I am, the better product, commodity, the better uh, salesperson that I'm going to be for something else. Jim Rohn always used to say, it's work twice as hard on yourself as you do on your job. Because your job may come and go, but the better you are, the more presentable you're going to be to another job. Wow. Bang. There's that right hook right there. So anyway, back to the mental part, and then we're going to dive right into the spiritual. We've touched on it a little bit, and that is do your best. Commit to always doing your best. That's that attitude of excellence. Now, does that mean because you do your best, you're never going to fail? You're never going to have any setbacks? Absolutely not. We learn so much from our failures. We all hate them. I hate it. I hate it when I don't succeed at something. Man, I'm a fighter, baby, since birth. But that's when we learn. It hurts. It's a painful lesson. We can just roll with the punches or we can say, oh, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. No, don't give up. And that's unfortunately a big problem with society today. We give up before we ever get started. We give up at the first sign of adversity. Battle through. Don't give up. And that's living a kick in life. The attitude of gratitude, kind of the second part of that, if you start looking for more things to be grateful for, guess what you're going to find? More things to be grateful for, right? It doesn't mean you're naive to the world and you're Pollyanna, but it does mean that you're looking for the things to be grateful for. Like here today, it's, uh, we've had, I don't know how many days of sunshine, beautiful weather. Well, today it's clouding up and it's definitely going to rain. You could say, oh man, a rainy day. Or you could say, hey, we had like nine straight days of beauty and sunshine and cool weather. We need the rain. It's okay. Of course, the rain makes us appreciate the sunshine even more, doesn't it? That's an attitude of gratitude. Now, am I telling you something you already don't already know? Easy for me to say. (laughs) No, you already know this stuff. Listen, I'm I'm not a rocket scientist by any means. I'm not going to throw a bunch of $10, $20 words at you. Because I don't know that I know too many $10 or $20 words. 
But what I am going to do, I'm going to remind you of the things you already know, but give them to you, the right hook of reality, a good kick in the butt to help you live your best kick in life. Now, as far as studying and research, up until about seven years ago, I didn't know I could read because I, choo- I chose not to read. I choose to not read. Here, you like that? I chose to not read because the folks I was surrounding myself didn't read. It wasn't a big part of it. The last seven years, whole new mindset, whole new group of friends, whole group new mentors, new, 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 listen to me, new group of mentors. And in that time, now I've got closing in on 400 books in my Audible account. Now, if I listen to every single one of them, I think there's probably five or six that I have not listened to because I just downloaded them the other day. But constantly planting the right seeds. I've got almost 950 hours of listening time on Audible. Why? I chose to do that, man. I know that I'm putting the right seeds in the fertile garden here in my mind. But that doesn't mean I haven't had 40-something years of bad seeds in there. I've been tilling that garden, baby. And if you don't do anything with your garden, what happens? Weeds. Ton, a ton of weeds. And weeds are not positive at all. So there's the mental side. Bang! Jump it on to the spiritual side. And just to tease you, next week will be the emotional side. And then week four will be the physical side. And, of course, you could arrange these in any order. The reason I chose this order specifically, I always get, my kids always, it's funny when, especially the little kids, they'll say, specifically. I said, that's Pacific Ocean. It's specifically. Well, it sounds the same. Okay, a little sidebar of nuttiness there. There you go, squirrel. Anyway, the reason I chose this order specifically <laughs> is mental. I feel you got to open your mind. You, you got to commit to doing your very, very best. You got to commit to realizing all I know is I know nothing. Yeah, open mind. And then the second part, the spiritual part. Now, there's a lot of different examples I'm going to give you on the spiritual side. I'll give you the, kind of the ones we talk about the academy all the time with the kiddos, and it's all about humility versus ego, realizing that all you know is you know nothing. You're going to be spiritually open to, to new ideas and new concepts and also that spirit and that attitude in your heart and your soul that you are going to commit to doing your very, very best. See how that kind of goes right back to the mental? They all, they all intertwine. But anyway, the spiritual, I think you got to realize, you got to be mentally open enough to realize that all you know is you know nothing, but the spiritual side to realize you're not the only person on this planet. There's something bigger than you on this planet. And too often the ego mindset will kick in, and I think ego stands for, well, two, two sayings, edging greatness out, so you're pushing greatness away. You're never going to be as great as you possibly could be because you think you know it all already. And, of course, ego defeats Humility every single time. The other side of ego, I like to say, and I really feel this in my heart, is edging God out. You're almost saying, hey, God, I don't need your help. I got this thing. It's me. (laughs) Look at me. I I got this. I don't need anybody's help. That's all ego. We all need somebody's help. And personally, being a Christian, I believe and pray every single day, I want to do the right thing. And what, what one thing Zig Ziglar had said before, too, was that, this is just a test run, this life we're living right now. We're going to be dead a lot longer than we're going to be alive. We better make sure that short period of time that we're alive, we do the right thing. So in eternity, which we're going to spend forever, we want to spend that in the right place. Yeah? Yeah. Bang. Boom. Right hook of reality once again, baby. So the mental, you got to be open enough. The spiritual, realize you're not the only, only thing in this world. You can, we could all learn from one another. Be humble enough to not only learn from one another, but be humble enough to help one another. Kind of how I started the show, isn't it? Yeah. Then the third pillar, if you will, is the emotional side. And I put that third simply because we all have emotions. It's learning to control those emotions and learning to respond 
as opposed to reacting. And next week, just kind of another tease, I'm going to do my best to have a good, good friend and fellow martial artist, uh, Professor Brandon Beliso on to talk about the emotional side because, boy, he's got, uh, he's got some great insight on that. So I'm hoping to have him on the show. we got to get the schedule worked out. Uh, he's a great friend. He's been on the show more than anybody else, by the way, and he's just a tremendous, tremendous person, and that's Professor Brandon Beliso. So if you don't follow him on social media, check him out. Brandon is B-R-A-N-N-O-N, Beliso, B-E-L-I-S-O. And you can find him every fantastic human being, great personal friend, and, uh, you know, a brother. I mean, really, a brother from another mother, if you will. But, yeah, a brother. Anyway, that's next week. The fourth week is going to wrap it up with the physical side. And the physical is all about kind of the eating and exercise or nutrition and fitness. However you want to tie it in. They're all together. But also the physical side is almost, uh, I like to think of this coming from one of my favorite books of all times, uh, the four pillars, I'm sorry, the, the four pillars, I'm talking about the four pillars, the four agreements by Don Miguel, Don Miguel Ruiz. And that is um, the, the very first one is be impeccable with your word. I kind of flip flop these on their head, though, because I'm using that one as the physical one and the physical be impeccable with your word. If you say you're going to start doing a better job of eating and exercising then do it, don't lie to yourself. But of course, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. So anyway, there's a tease and a preview of what's coming up. Let's dive right in now to the spiritual. And the spiritual, like I said, there's a lot of different examples. The one we give at the studio all the time for the kiddos, and folks use this for your own kids, and that is kids have a tendency to often say these words when you're trying to help them, maybe with their homework or help them even clean up their room or make their bed or anything. Kids have these, the tendency to say these words, and that is, I know that. I already know that. And us coaches and instructors and martial artists and teachers, what are kids when you try and help them? Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. I know that. And that's just a gut reaction that kids say. Because kids and adults, we all want to know that we know something, right? We want to feel good that we know something. But unfortunately, if we tend to think we know everything, that's all an ego-based mindset. We're not willing to learn. We're closing it off by saying, I already know that. When you say, I already know that, you're tricking your mind into believing that no one can teach you anything else about it. You got this thing. This eight-year-old has got all, everything they need to know about life. Or maybe this 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old, I know that. I know that. And maybe you do. But be humble enough, open-minded enough just to listen. And I promise you this. We all can learn something from someone. We all can learn something from everyone, good or bad, good or bad, because we're all unique. God made us unique. We've all got our, our purpose. Some of us, I tell the kids this all the time, and especially the parents, because like, well, he's struggling with this or she's struggling with that. And I said, well, that, that's the challenge they're going to have to bear. Some kids are really good at math. Other kids are not very good at math. Bottom line, some kids are extremely gifted athletes and other kids aren't. Some kids can play a musical instrument. Some kids can throw and kick a football, right? <laughs> you know, we're all different in our own way. But I do promise you this. Whatever you work on, you put forth your very, be very, very best, you're going to get better at it. You're going to get better at it. But we all can learn from someone else. And that's the spiritual side of when we talk about the academy, being open enough to realize, humble enough. And as Socrates says, all I know is I know nothing. Yeah. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean we're naive and blindly follow along. No, 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 no. <laughs> Humility is not weakness or being naive. 
Humility is just being open enough to realize you can learn good or bad from from others. And what I mean by that is if someone helps you and treats you kind and, and does a lot for you, man, you can not only learn what they're trying to help you with, but you can learn what kind of person to be. On the other side, if someone blatantly tries to take advantage of you and someone does not have your best interest in mind, you know that they're, they're trying to get over on you. What do you learn there? Well, that's the bad side. You learn what not to do. You learn the type of person not to be. You learn how not to treat somebody else. That's why I say we can learn something from everybody, folks. We truly can, but we've got to be humble enough and open-minded enough to realize that. That's the spiritual side. Now, that's kind of what we talk about the academy, and I mentioned the academy. Look, spiritual, it, it, it has some to do with religion, but you believe what you want to believe in the religious world, okay? What I'm talking about here at the academy is these kids being humble enough to catch themselves when they start to say, I know that, I already know that. No, stop. Be humble enough to listen so you can learn. And parents, share this with your kids as well. It's mom and dad have been on the planet a few years longer. So mom and dad may know a little bit more about life. And if you want to be smarter than you are right now, you'll listen to mom and dad. That's why I tell the kids. I'll say, hey, and uh, kids that are above the kindergarten grade or even kids in kindergarten, I said, all right, who would like to be uh, today, Who kids are in fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, whatever the case may be. I'll say, okay. You've got the education now of a sixth grader, a seventh grader, a fifth grader. But can you imagine if you were as old as you are right now, but you're only as smart as a kindergartner? Would you be able to get along very well in life, very, get along very well in, in uh, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, middle school, high school? Of course not. But at that time, you were willing to learn. You were willing, you know, you didn't say, I know that. I already know that as much as you do right now. So if you want to grow, you want to become smarter, you want to become wiser. You want to achieve more, we've got to make sure we keep that ego in check. We don't want to edge greatness out. We don't want to edge God out. We want to be humble enough to realize we, we can learn something from everybody. Boom. There's that right hook. So now, on the other, I don't say the other side, but this is the side, and I don't ever like to try and scare people off with, uh, with, with spiritual and religion. I'm just going to share with you what it's done for my life and what it's done for me. I was baptized, uh, let's close it in on two years ago. I was 47 years old at the time, and um, it, it, it was just, it was a great day. I had a lot of, uh, I don't know, I'll say baggage and sin and this and that. And I had read the Bible, and I prayed daily, but I certainly, I certainly didn't have, as my grandma used to always tell me, my grandma would say, Richie, are you putting God first? And to be honest with you, Richie very rarely put God first. Yeah, I'm humbled to say it. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm also being truthful, very truthful here. You know, I had other priorities. There was priorities, and, and, and the life was never in balance because of that very reason. So I'm a born-again Christian. A lot of sins in the past, they're gone now, man. You can be forgiven for all your sins. You just got to believe in the right purpose. Read the Bible. Go to church. And, of course, what church is right for you, I can't tell you what church is right for you. I just want you to go in what feels right. But just start it off today. Start it off today. Crack open the Bible or just say a prayer. God's always there for you. That line's never busy. So what I believe on the spiritual side is you're putting God first. And the reason I put spiritual second instead of first is this very reason. You've got to be mentally strong enough, mentally healthful enough, healthful enough, <laughs> healthy enough, or healthful enough, uh, enough for, uh, to, and that self-respect for yourself to, to, to open that door. Because if you don't, it's never going to work. 
So mentally, he's got to be strong. You've got to believe in yourself enough to know that you don't know everything, know that you want something better, and that's why I put spiritual second. And the spiritual to me, don't, don't have an ego. Don't edge God out. Don't push him out saying, I got this thing. It's not easy. It's not easy to understand. For a lifetime, I didn't understand it. I truly, truly didn't. But if anything else, even if you're not religious, believe that there's a higher power out there, man. You are not king or queen of the universe. You're not. There's something bigger, something greater. And then also a big believer in that thing called karma. Yeah, what you do with that mindset that, hey, yeah, I helped this person and maybe they weren't very respectful. Maybe they didn't uh, appreciate it. Maybe they didn't say thank you. Well, here's a thought on the other side. Maybe you have no idea what they're going through. I know, I'm a human too. I do something nice and somebody kind of disses me or uh, disrespects me. The first impulse, man, I I get a little frustrated. But I'm telling you this because every time I say it, it reminds me to do a better job as a person, not to get frustrated because I have no idea what battles they're fighting. I have no ideas what battles they're going through. So don't take it personally. That's another one from the, um, the four agreements. And I'm teasing you with the four agreements. I know uh, next week we have Professor Bliso on. We'll talk about a lot. The four agreements from the book from Don Miguel Ruiz is uh, be impeccable with your word. Always do what you say you're going to do. Don't take things personally. Hard, I know. Don't make assumptions. Probably even harder. <laughs> and always do your best. Do your best to be impeccable with your word. Do your best with not taking things personally. Do your best with not making assumptions. And do your best at living your best kick in life, man. Now, he doesn't say kick in life in the book, but I want to tie that in. So back to the spiritual. You got to realize it's not just you in this universe. It's not just you in this world. There's others out there. There really are. Others think differently than you do. That doesn't mean we hate them. It means we can learn from them. Learn why they think that way. Let them talk about it. And here's the thing. <laughs> I found, well, one, people love to talk about themselves. They love to talk about their point of view. They love to talk about why they think that way. And that's great. Let them talk. You may learn something. Or in the midst of them talking and you not interrupting, you not being debatable and you not yelling and screaming at them if they're wrong, they may learn something about themselves. Wow. You ever done that? You've been in a conversation before and you're really strong-willed on your point and if somebody combats you and is very defensive back at you, you're going to dig your heels in, baby. Now, right or wrong, it doesn't matter anymore. What matters is I can't lose this argument. We've all been there. Yeah. But if we listen and learn, maybe this person's letting us talk. In the midst of us talking, we're like, Holy cow, all these beliefs I've had for all this life, that don't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. What the heck? But, here's the big but, you got to be humble enough to admit it. Somebody asked me just recently what I think, and I don't know why the heck they're asking me this, but I, I'm flattered. What do I think the biggest problem in the world is today? I mean, that's a huge question. I'm like, uh, but to be truthful, it was an, I thought it was a fairly easy answer. And the answer is this. Most of us aren't humble enough to admit when we're wrong. We're not. Our ego is, is, well, essentially it's fragile. And what I say by fragile, it is so fragile we got to protect it with everything we are. Right or wrong, it doesn't matter anymore. It matters that I can't allow my fragile ego to be shattered. So I boost my ego up to be bigger than what it really is and what it really should be. And, of course, anytime that ego is big, 
we're squashing out humility. So I truthfully feel the reason or the answer is, man, when we're wrong, very, 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 very few people can admit it. We can't just say, hey, you know what? I, I misjudged that person. I was wrong. Uh, you know what? That, that my thoughts were, were what they should have been. This is what seeds were planted in my garden for years upon years upon years. And I wasn't willing to get in that garden and see if that's exactly what I wanted. I know it sounds silly, but if you look at it from the big picture, it's actually pretty simple. But what's simple to do is what? Simple not to do. I know. So to me, I mean, I was kind of like floored with the question. But to be honest with you, I'd kind of <laughs> prepared mentally for that question because that was a big belief that I had. And why do I have that belief? Because that was my life for the longest time. I was not humble at all. At all. Why? Truth be told, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence or self-respect. So what do you do when you don't have a lot of self-confidence and self-respect? You, you protect that fragile ego so it doesn't get crushed. Because then, if your fragile ego gets crushed, and you're already low on the self-confidence ladder, so to speak, or low uh, on the, the self-respect and self-esteem, I don't say ladder, but maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, belief chart. <laughs> I just made that up. But you, you kind of get a picture of what I'm saying. You either feel, you know, self-confidence is high or self-confidence is low, almost like a gauge or a fuel gauge or chart, whatever you want to call it. We all feel it. But right or wrong, it didn't matter anymore. What mattered is, that was my point of view, baby, and I was sticking to it. I didn't care what anybody else thought. That was horrible. I, I, I was not a very happy person at all. And what's the ego again? I was edging God out. Saying, oh, God, thanks, thanks for your help. I, I'll call you when I need you. And unfortunately, I think that's what a lot of people do with life. You know, we, we, we neglect God altogether. We neglect any spiritual aspect altogether. You know, it's all about me in this world. And then when something tragic happens, then we kind of pick up the prayer phone and call God and say, hey, God, I really need you right now. I know, I know, I know. I've ignored you for how many years, and I really didn't need you, but I need you right now. Please help me out. And we get our help, and then we move on and put God back on the back shelf. I lived a life like that. Wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. And guess what? I always seem to have more and more battles. Back to the whole essence of the spiritual healthfulness and the self-respect. Respect yourself enough to be humble. Respect yourself enough to put your ego in check. Respect yourself enough to adamantly, openly, humbly admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Who, who's going to be at peace when you do that? You are. Now, some folks may say, yeah, but when I admit I'm wrong, then somebody's going to take advantage of me. Yeah, they might. But here's, here's what you do with that. If you've got somebody that's constantly doing that, get them out of your life. Well, yeah, man, kicking life guy, easy for you to say. That's, uh, you know, I can't just do that. Why can't you? Here's my challenge to you. Why can't you? Because uh, we've been social media friends for uh, la, 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 how long? So what? I mean, are you really friends with that person? And social media, it's a, a mask of anonymity, right? Everybody's hiding behind something. Not good. Not good at all. Professor Bleeso, we'll get him on next week. He's going to talk about love, block, and delete. Saying, hey, love people because God said you're supposed to. But gosh darn it, love yourself enough not to deal with that negativity. Block, delete them, and get them out of your life. And that's easier than ever to do on social media. Easier than ever. And speaking of social media, gosh darn, so many. Uh, I, 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 it's, I just had this conversation actually yesterday. I don't have it in my notes here, but I'm going to kind of go off on this little sidebar here. 
Wasn't it, uh, didn't some great man once say, I'm being silly here, you'll figure it out in a second. Didn't one uh, great man once say, he or she without sin cast the first stone? And if you're not familiar with the Bible, it was Jesus. <laughs> it, uh, there was a, um, a lady out in the street, there's a prostitute, and uh, she was condemned to be stoned to death. She's there. Jesus comes up and says, he without sin cast the first stone. Because they all had the stones in their hand. They were ready to start belting her with them. He said it. Everybody looked around at each other. Everybody dropped their stones and went home. Jesus forgave the woman. She changed her ways. On today's society, I say the same thing. He or she, without sin, cast the first stone. But unfortunately, we have so many self-righteous people out there on all sides of the aisles. And I'm not just saying two aisles. It's all over that apparently they didn't get that Bible verse. Apparently, they don't want to get that Bible verse, or their egos are so fragile that they're, they're trying to stoke them like they're something bigger than they are. And it, to me, that's the ultimate bullying. When you deliberately put somebody else down or you deliberately disrespect somebody else just to try and make yourself feel better, man, we did a whole four-part series on bullying prior to this healthfulness series, so go back through some previous episodes and check that out. But when you're bullying someone else, here's the, my realization on that. It's totally different than most people think. But I'm a big believer in this. It's kind of something I've been studying and researching. And, and personally, and I was bullied my whole life because I allowed it to happen. Is anytime that happens, you're bullying someone else, you're being so self-righteous, your ego's out of control. The person you're bullying the most is yourself is yourself. You are not respecting yourself. You're putting yourself down because you're not willing to, to learn. You're not willing to be humble. You're not willing to say, hey, maybe I was wrong. Hey, that's not right. Because here's something you never hear about the kids or the adults that bully. Do you think they're happy about themselves? Do you think they're happy people inside? Absolutely not. No. The reason they bully is because they're so unhappy themselves. And they feel they want to project that pain and agony and ugh on others. In some twisted way, they think it's going to make them feel better about themselves. But we know it doesn't. So they say, well, why the heck do they do it? Well, to be truthful, I have no idea. I mean, I've been, like I said, a victim of bullying forever. But I was the victim of bullying because I allowed it to happen to myself. I bullied myself by not standing up for myself. I bullied myself to give those people a voice. And this is something big. And this, like I said, I cover this extensively in the, the four-part bullying series. You have to check that out. I don't remember the episodes, but it was the episodes prior to this one. And we talk about you're bullying yourself when you don't stand up for yourself. You bully yourself when you believe the words and thoughts and actions and opinions of others that really should not matter in your life. You allow those negative seeds in your mental garden. I did. I didn't believe in myself. Why? Because I was always told what I couldn't do and I was too small and not smart enough and not strong enough. Yeah, all those things. I was a farm boy, got made fun of for that. All those things. I took it personally, which is breaking one of the four agreements, right? Don't take anything personally. Then I made assumptions that these people, well, they must know what they're talking about because I'm not very smart. I started believing that garbage. Yeah. Can I see where this is going? 
So back to the spiritual side, why that's so important. God's always there for you. He's always going to help you out. All you got to do is ask. But don't just ask when you need something. Talk on a regular basis. But you've got to be, that's why the mental is first. Mentally strong enough to believe one in yourself. Believe you're always going to put forth your very, very best effort. You're always going to treat yourself with the self-respect that you should. But then be humble enough to realize, man, this is it's much bigger than just me. And like I said, those that don't believe in God, that's fine. I'm not here to, to uh, I'm here to tell you why I do. And I'd be more than happy to listen why you don't. And I know I could learn something. I'm just asking you to be as humble, to keep an open mind, to learn something. And in the midst of learning that, don't just, don't just listen to wait for your turn to speak, which to be honest is a battle that I fight all the time. I'm getting better at it because why? I talk about it. All these things that I'm battling, I am by no means perfect. I talk about these things because these are the battles I'm fighting. And the more I talk about them, the more it helps me remember to do a better job. Because I don't want to tell you to do one thing and I'm doing another. We have a word for that. What is that? Hypocrite. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and then to be honest, one of my mentors, uh, Chris Widener, fantastic gentleman. You have to check him out. He worked with both Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn. Just an incredible human being. He's got, goodness, 20-something books out. And uh, uh, just an incredible speaker, an incredible author, an incredible mentor, and a great personal friend now. But uh, I don't know. I mentioned to him when I first started working with him that, uh, you know, when I say and I do my podcast and do my speeches, my video blogs, when I'm out in the community speaking and, and, you know, on stage speaking and all the other presentations I give and even the books I'm writing, I'll say, I often feel like I got to look over my shoulder for the hypocrite police. He says, What do you mean? I said, well, I, I, I say all these things to others, but man, they're the battles that I'm constantly working on right now. It's almost feel bad that I'm saying, hey, you need to do this. I mean, I'm still working on it, but you need to be aware of it. He goes, no, that's what every leader, that's what every speaker, that's what every coach, that's what every, uh, uh, oh, I don't say motivator or person that's trying to empower others or help others. You know, if you're struggling with it, that there's millions and millions, maybe even billions that are struggling with the same doggone thing. But by you bringing it up, you're helping them realize it. But you also got to be humble enough to not be so self-righteous and a holy roller. I have never done this. I have never done that. Don't do that. That turns people off because it's fake. It's false. It's wrong. Ugh. Man, on this show, I'm as transparent as I possibly can be. I have screwed up. I have sinned. I have made every mistake known to man. And I'm a slow learner because a lot of them have done Multiple times. <laughs> but I'm talking about them because I know how transformational it's been for me as a human being. By not only talking about them, by, but when you say it and you put it out in the universe, now you're, now you're actively working on it. And you've also told others, so now you're accountable to try and do a better job. It's crazy how that works. And guess what that gets right back to? The whole message this whole podcast has been about today. The spiritual side, the karma, what you put out is what you get back. Put out niceness, you're not always going to get niceness back, but gosh darn it, more times than not that you are. But I guarantee you this, you put negativity out there, you're going to have far more negativity. If you have more humility, you're going to learn from others. You're going to learn about yourself even more. With a closed mind, with an ego mindset, edging God out mindset, you're not going to learn anything because you think you got it all figured out. There's nothing wrong with being confident. But there's a line between confidence and cockiness, right? Or confidence and arrogance. Yeah. Don't do that. Be humble. 
Be humble enough to have an open mind. Be humble enough to realize all I know is I know nothing. Be humble enough to realize that you are just a speck in this universe. The universe does not revolve around you. You are just in this universe. Be in this universe working with others. Being humble enough to listen to their opinions and their thoughts. Once again, doesn't mean you have to agree with them. You don't have to agree with them. But be humble enough to at least listen. And I promise you're going to learn something. And when you learn something, you're going to feel better about yourself. But the spiritual side, put God first, folks. Just do it. Just do it, and you're going to see a transformation in your life. Now, it's easy for me to say, but once again, it's not easy to do. And again, if you don't believe in God, that's okay. Just believe that there's something bigger out there. Believe that you're on this earth for a purpose, and that purpose is getting along, communicating, helping one another, learning from one another, loving one another. And that's how I end every podcast. Those that listen all the time, you, you know what? I, st- I, I, st- I end it by saying, I love you. I do love you. No, I don't know each and every one of you personally. I don't. But I love you for the fact that <laughs> you're a human being, just like I am. You may not agree with everything I say, and I probably will not agree with everything you say or think or have done. But that's okay. I love you anyway. And God loves you. I just ask that you please share that love with the world. But most importantly, with yourself. Because if you don't love yourself and you don't respect yourself, there's no way you're going to love and respect anybody else. Now, some of you might be confused, and this is kind of the last point, saying, well, wait a minute, you're telling me to love others and respect others, but yet love and respect myself first. Well, the reason being, if you don't love and respect yourself first, not only are you never, ever going to love and respect anybody else, but you're not going to be your very, very best. And, of course, there's that line. You can't be where I love myself, self-righteous, I've not done anything wrong, and I'm the greatest, and... You know, that's crossing the line. I'm not talking about that. It's a balance, just like anything else. But appreciate and love yourself. But love yourself enough to be humble, to listen, to realize you don't know everything. And I promise, it's going to help you in so many ways. All right. Woo! I don't think I took a breath. I always stand up when I do my podcast here. The producers think I'm nuts. But I just get so pumped and so motivated and so jacked up and inspired. And yes! It feels good. Feels good. Well, folks, as always, check out previous episodes. I'm so very grateful you, you took time to be with me today. Listen to other episodes. I promise uh, it's going to help you, going to give you, help you, uh, give you the tools to live your best kick in life. You can find me on social media, kick in life, K I C K I N L I F E, on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter. Matter of fact, I don't do much of anything with Twitter. Uh, and this is just me personally, but it's my by far least favorite platform because I think. You know, there's ugliness on Facebook and Instagram, but oh my goodness, the the just the vile stuff on Twitter just is is just disgusting. I mean, I don't know how anybody would want to be on a platform that just it's so vile. Ugh. I mean, I post stuff and I just get abused by all these people. It's it's not worth it. <laughs> it really isn't. So, but anyway, it's up to you. But my main two are Facebook, and of course, if, even if you're on those, love, block, and delete. Get that garbage out of your life. On Facebook is uh, Kickin' Life. I've got uh, several groups and pages. Uh, Kickin' Life with Master Grogan. Grogan's Martial Arts, our martial arts page. Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan. Live Your Best Kickin' Life. And like I said, summer group and summer pages, you, you can dive into that. And I'm not even sure if I know the difference. But <laughs> anyway, they're out there. Instagram, it's Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N Life. And also, we have an Instagram page for our Martial Arts Academy, and that's Grogan's Martial Arts. That's G-R-O-G-A-N-S. 
and then martial arts, M-A-R-T-I-A-L-A-R-T-S. Check those babies out. All kinds of motivation, inspiration. Uh, on the martial arts page, kids, you know, little kids breaking boards and battling through their adversity and challenges. And on our Kick and Life page, I'm actually going to start throwing more physical pictures up there. A lot of times I'm throwing kind of spiritual and emotional pictures up there, uh, reminding you to live your best kick in life. But I'm going to start throwing and, and personal pictures of my family and stuff so you can see what the kiddos look like. But I'm going to start throwing some more kicking and action photos up there because I've had some several requests for those. So we're going to start doing that. So check that page out. Uh, what else have I forgotten? Oh, how do you find the podcast? Well, you're listening to it right now. So make sure you subscribe. That way you get notifications every time a new episode comes out. And we record two a week. I record this long one you're listening to right now. It airs on Mondays. And then I record a short, quick hitter that airs on Fridays. And it's like uh, the long one here is eh, anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. The short one is anywhere from 7 to 10 minutes. And it's all about me giving you that kicking life boost and that weekend challenge to help you live your best kick in life, kind of kickstart that weekend. But I'm, more times than not, I'm throwing a challenge at you. Here's the challenge for this weekend, and and you run with it there. And that airs on Friday. But you can find us, Google, uh, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. And then, of course, you can go online. It's kickinlifepodcast.com. Check that baby out. And as always, give me a little shout-out. Let me know what you're thinking. Is there something you'd like to hear me talk about? I'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, maybe there's a topic or subject that you're having a rough time with. Let me know about that too. And then uh, I've, I've recorded at least one, two. I'm going to try and bump that up to three Facebook Live videos a week. And those are on, uh, record them on Rich Grogan. That Rich Grogan page or personal page or however that works is almost full. But everything gets migrated over to Kicking Life with Master Grogan. So check that out. And our YouTube channel, I'm going to start doing a little more work on that. We've got like 300 videos already on there, motivational videos. But I know I've got probably at least 50 that have not been downloaded yet. So I need to get to work on that and get those downloaded. And we'll start putting those in sections as well on YouTube. So like this four-part series, we'll have that sectioned out and and so forth. I've got to dive in and do a little work because I don't understand all the back-end stuff on that. But um, anyway, we're going to put that together for you. All right, folks. Thank you so very much for listening and taking time out of your busy day. If you found value in this message, please share it with somebody that you know could benefit. Why? Because, man, that's how we're building our tribe. And collectively, we're going to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. I love you. God loves you. Please get out there and share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.